I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole, hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Welcome to Team Rabbit Hole edition 257 with Gaston. Tonight it is the Demon Hunter. Welcome and well met. How's it? How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. I had no clue what the title was going to be, so I'm like, we got to get my head around this. It's uh, actually very synchronistic already because what we do here on the uh, Team Rabbit Hole podcast uh, so this is episode 257. I'm going to reduce that numerologically. Uh, that gets to 14, which turns into five. And the fifth major arcana in the uh, tarot is the Hierophant. So we're dealing with demons. The Hierophant would probably do that. Um, the Hierophant or the High Priest is this exoteric, uh, as opposed to esoteric hidden wisdom. High Priestess is more like, thus says the Lord, Ten Commandments kind of stuff. Um, this is about being the caretaker of spiritual knowledge, teaching others what you know, awakening to a greater understanding of the world, and paying attention to the details. Raphael, what angel card do you have? Now, of course, big surprise. It is the second to last angel in Brian Lars Deus Angelis angel deck. It is the angel number 71, angel of the divine warrior. This angel helps to confuse the negative people and release links with people who want to oppress us, protects all who use the light of truth, dominates victory and peace, and helps people have strength, energy, talent, and be more confident in all activities. It is associated with the Ten of Cups in the Tarot, and the affirmation goes, I bring light and good cheer to those around me. So between the Hierophant, this kind of like Billy Graham, whatever, card, uh, and that Angel card, which is... 71 um second to last card in his angel deck gaston is there anything that resonates or syncs up uh to you absolutely every single word that both of you kind of just spoke of right now kind of the the more the best best version of myself kind of i heard from from you guys so yeah that was spot on man thanks <laughs> of melchizedek stuff here i mean that's what we're getting i don't i don't know your uh, presuppositions in terms of ontology or spiritual beliefs the fact that it says demon hunter makes me think you're at least thinking there's a polarized zoriastrian battle going on or something so um yeah i mean i uh, we're about to hit a full moon in gemini we do need to get our ideas kind of clarified so i think that the illumination that the exoteric high priest can bring uh, there's a lot of baggage to the idea of a priest and like a religious kind of male authority, whatever, all this kind of, there's baggage to that culturally, et cetera. Um, but uh, whether you're watching, you know, like 300 and seeing like for Sparta or whatever, there's this very strong outward masculine truth seeking energy that we're trying to tap into. Yes. And um, whether you're, you know, consider yourself a woman or a man or whatever, this is not really about sex genders. This is more about polarities. And so this polarity is coming in strong right now. I mean, there's just a lot of, uh, <laughs> 
if you look around the world, it's pretty much like, yo, like the flashlight's turning on and all the cockroaches are kind of running around and, and like yeah. the party's over, it seems, in a sense. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's a kid puking in the corner and that girl needs an Uber and they're making out and there's, you know, bodies on the floor. So it seems like we're kind of all waking up to the fact that consumer capitalism isn't what we were told. Maybe organized religion isn't, you know, what we thought and media mm-hmm. isn't our best interest. I digress. So the um, whole point I'm saying all this is these cards seem to be in resonance with that um it's hard to know how to hold the sort of truth well these days i feel like it's got vaseline on it i'm just gonna cut myself or some shit but anyway so let's gaston i i can rant as as you can see um yeah. i don't know you from anybody so like literally he just called me he's like oh i've got this new friend he's cool as fuck let's talk and I'm like word so that's kind of <laughs> how we roll on here i mean you know he's a leader yeah. i'm a gemini air signs all day i don't even know your chart um but kind of um tell me i mean you could be as long-winded or as short-winded or whatever we can kind of piecemeal this together who yeah. are you where are you what how did you meet Rafael? Okay. like yeah I'm, get me like that real quick i'm gaston i'm based in sunny south africa um i've been here all my life uh my dad's from kenya mom's from south africa um so uh like the racial racism i didn't really experience here because my dad was never brought up with it my mom was never fond of it um Although I have got forced to go to church, um, you know, funny enough, from the get-go, when I got in there, I still looked at these people and I'm like, I just couldn't understand why they were praying to this dude and why they weren't praying to themselves or putting themselves in this godly space. Like, you're here to enjoy yourself with that. So, yeah, I, funnily enough, uh, started smoking cigarettes at a young age and bunking church and um just experiencing life i you know i've had a very difficult life um from a young age not knowing what was inside of myself but being able to see energies through people and what the actual true intentions are so it rubbed up completely in the wrong direction being around people and they saying this but i can see their energies they're going for that and i voice that out immediately and it's just like clash clash in every every group uh sort of that i went was in here and there but i mean many many lessons learned on both sides of the um of the spectrum um but then as i got older i I even distinctly remember i was 18 i was dating a a girl called vicky and i was i looked at her lying in the bed and i'm like dude i don't know what the hell is going on here but there's something out there for me and I just need to go and find it and what a what a what a so i went through uh i went through a, like a hell of a gauntlet of a journey um one day and it was a, it was just turning yeah just going 2015 um i got fed up with life man like so fed up to such an aggravated state i just couldn't take how everything was working and you know i didn't really under i understood it but I didn't understand how to integrate what I understood with this bullshit system that the veil that we're all living in, you know? So I was literally, I was at home at the time I walked outside and I shouted in the sky. I was like, Hey, fuck it. Um, now I'm directly speaking to God now because I'm so fed up with life and I'm like, I'm connected to fuck it something. So I'm done with this walk outside. I'm like, Hey, fuck it. Where are you, bro? Show me where you are, dude. Cause I'm sick and tired of this shit. I'm done. Okay. So I turn around and I'm walking inside and I can hear like my higher self come down to me and he's like, well, how are you going to speak to me, fuckhead? 
<laughs> so literally like that so i turn around and i walk outside and i'm thinking and i'm like well you know you're connected to everything so i'm just going to go with the simple thing of talk to me through people because you're connected to everything if if it is what i, I hear it is i'm you and you're me let's do this and yeah fuck it three days later i got offered a job as an undertaker um i was an electrician for five years already like in the thick of it and then i got this job offer as an undertaker i was like fuck yes let's go so i phoned up my boss i'm like yo i'm quitting he's like what where are you going to work as an undertaker hey, he was he didn't know what to say and off i went um literally to go find out where this guy is or he's now showing me anyway i got there and i went through a multitude of experiences um with the dead of course and the families of the dead um you know the first you, attributes like walk us through one or two of those i don't know if you've ever seen the um there's a japanese film you would probably appreciate called departures uh yeah. it's about undertaker um it's, yeah it's, good. it's a drama it's yeah but it's you're gonna have to like find it on the internet and what it's in japanese it's not like american also just a name drop there is a documentary by daryl anka called dearly departed by zia films and that's like you know, interviews cinematically made by people that recently died and they recount their story, what happened and why they're still sticking around, why they, you know, still watching out for the physical and aren't leaving, you know, and kind yeah. of psychologically dealing with their issues so they can resolve it and, you know, go in peace. Yeah. So it's a that's a hugely interesting thing where I have in a way little experience or even have a friend even that says that as a child, he saw like some ghosts standing around some places, you know, and yeah. generally in my like say spiritual alignment or whatever i deliberately don't really deal specifically with the dead although even that recently changed because a very dear friend of our let's say um local spiritual group vedat yeah. uh, had very strong let's say he was our yeah in a way also just a great you know spiritual being let's say and uh, he unfortunately departed because of let's just say medical establishment ultimately and you know confusion and fear however mm -hmm. many of us actually now are having connections with him going so far that on that day when he, uh one morning you know i go to bed it's pretty early in the morning and i sound somehow i get his voice or i somehow talk to him in some way and i have to laugh and i'm like oh it's so <laughs> it's strange and then later that day or something i meet some of those friends and they're like, oh, you know, today is Vedat's birthday. And I was like, oh, you know, and there's just, <laughs> just too many of those things, like numerology stacking up for everyone and people seeing him in like astral travel exercises and so on. So yeah. really cool. But in that sense, maybe I guess I'm not dealing with it in usually in a way of like, oh, I'm the ghost of your grandmother. I'm still sticking around <laughs> because I'm looking out for my grandchild or whatever. Yeah. More in yeah. a positive way. But yeah, that's my experience with that. But no, no, for sure. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. We'll, we'll suggest those things later. I didn't mean to interrupt your flow. But um, yeah, walk us through kind of some of when, and I want you to keep telling your story. But what do you mean <laughs> by I had a lot of experiences with the dead? Like, okay, so yeah, I mean, legitimate me, you guys must understand. I put myself at that point into such a a really high vibrational frequency, completely open mind. I literally walked outside and I was literally in total belief of me swearing at God, saying, Okay, come to me and getting the job. So, 
from the get-go um you know i mean even going there i never forget i caught a taxi and i i got to the one mall and i had to walk there and it was raining and you know i was walking there and literally i started to have these conversations with god um i came across dr wayne dyer's some of his stuff as well just shortly before it was very synchronistically actually just to bring my awareness to hey conversations with god so or with source, um, I would rather say. Um, so, I mean, it started off the first day when I was walking in the rain. Um, he was just guiding me through a lot of processes um, at that point of unlearning stuff. Um, because at that point, um, it was shortly after that, like everything broke down for me, which I'll explain later. But I got to the couch there and uh, the boss saw me wet and um, gave me some words and stuff like that. Um, and the gentleman that I took his job, uh, the boss was on the phone. I heard he said, no, there's a gentleman here. He walked in the rain to come and uh, visit with you. And at that point, God was saying to me, like, do you see what the power of you in a rut and you couldn't get there, but you got off your ass and you needed to walk, you know? So he started off with very small little things, but, really opening i don't know opening me up so the first thing i remember i never forget the first the first memorial we did okay the first dead body i had to go collect um we go into the mortuary and i'm about to pick up this dead body there's this granny's this granny there and like immediately i can sort of hear this this voice around me and but i can feel the essence of this elderly lady already before i picked the body up i shouted inside of myself because i was like "Shit, i'm about to pick up a dead body for the first time Fuck!" so i was in my head i was like ah and then i grabbed onto it and i lifted it and i could hear the old granny laughing at me but for some reason she was very understanding and she she kind of knew what was going on um and she said, like, don't worry, my son, it's it's going to be okay, you know. So, of course, after that, I was like, well, this is going to be great. Um, talking to the sky, getting all this information, all of these guides coming through. Anyway, we did the memorial for her. And she had, I've never seen so many people filling that uh, church there at that place. And... Um, Every every motion of every individual, um, I had become so sensitive in that point um, to my sensory abilities, um, clairaudience, clairvoyancy, um, all of that stuff, psychic abilities. Um, he was just showing me deep, deep essences of love. So all of these people coming in and they, them hugging the family, it was really a genuinely... Um, loving group of people there must have been over 200 people there and the love that i had to watch every person hug going through and i had to give each individual these cards i i, I had this influx of emotions and again just sensitivities running high you know um also like a series of aspects of where my awareness was source was guiding me and telling me okay now put your awareness into this person and then feel this feeling. Okay, now take it out of this person. Or, um, and then stand in front of them and just absorb from afar. But don't you don't need to get into it to, to feel all, all of it. So he was 
also teaching me about my energetic body, how to utilize my awareness um, to, to, I guess, to teach me ways of really how to get into people, to heal people, um, but through spoken word. Um, there was another memorial whereby it was the lady, one lady, she got crema, um, what's it? Crematated? Yo, my words, yeah. Cremated. You're cool. Yeah, cremated. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, so we had to go in this area. There was a lot of pine trees and there were three of us ashes. And we always had to dress in suits also when we had to go collect the bodies. And we were there and we had our couple of words and um, we had a couple of things to say, the ashes. Um, Did you have this beard then or no? Um, no, no, they, okay. I, was like, I, went, I would love to see you walking up to a group, uh, uh, in a suit with a beard and it's like, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I love the beard for the record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I was like trying to get my head. It's like, okay, so you're wearing suits. And obviously my mind, I went there and I was like, did you look like this? <laughs> so reformed <laughs> or in the past life or whatever. So um, definitely clean, yeah. clean shaven. Anyway. So, um, we finished speaking and um, I could feel the essence of source had come around me at that point. And I was, he was making me watch how the first two ushers hugged these people. There were four people and there were three of us. So the first two guys went through um, the first three people till I, before I got to one of them. And uh, so I watched these emotions in these people. And then when I came around, I gave proper, genuine hugs not only that um the the essence of my awareness and how source was showing me how to push my energy out and in so when i gave those people hugs i like literally channeled his energy through me to give to them just to oh, allow the grieving yeah just to allow the grieving to be a little bit less anyway i was sitting in then the memorial was over it was like four hours later and I'm sitting in the office, I'm filling these seeds because there's a little job we have to do. We have to give these little packets of seeds away. Let me tell you how many conversations I've got with God making these packets of seeds. Anyway, this lady comes back to the office and she comes to me. She's, Sorry, where's that gentleman? That other gentleman, Gaston, come here, come here. So I come out there and she just, she comes to me. She's like, I'd really like to thank you. I said, ma'am, you're more than welcome. She said, that hug you gave me that wasn't any hug that was really something special and you know that as a reflection and of course source was right there and he was like do you see what you're doing you see what you are doing i'm just guiding you you are the one that's doing this so there's a whole lot of like building many many uh, gifts within me through emotions all good emotions you know each good emotion is kind of a gift i look at it like that um anyway in this whole journey, we mustn't forget, Gaston was looking for God. And um, so I would be asking a lot of people a lot of questions. Um, I would remember, I would like, I'd be this person in the morning. By the afternoon, I wouldn't even remember who I was in the morning because I had transcended so far, so quickly, just on the basis of accepting everything that was coming forth to me. So I had these two friends of mine. Um, girl and this guy shame i even forget their name anyway i went to their house to go and play this um just to go like smoke a little bit of weed and have some beers and stuff play some pool and we ended up playing a game called diablo 
So I was like, okay, cool. It was on PlayStation. I was like, sweet, yeah, let's jam. So we get into the game and your first screen comes up and you can choose like Necromancer and you can choose like your Knight or um, Archer, all of that stuff. Anyway, there was one that was Demon Hunter there. I didn't even hesitate. I was like, Demon Hunter, I think I'll choose that one. So anyway, I click on this little button and the next screen comes up. You put your name in there, whatever name you want to choose. But at the below, there was a random name generator button. So I was like, oh, hells yeah. Journey, source is going to show me something. Boom! I press the button. Take a wild, wild guess. Whose name pops up? Probably yours. My fucking name. That's My very name. impossible, almost. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it, it had an E on the end. It was Gaston with an E on the end. Screw the E. My name was there. There's nothing that's too good well, to be the true. electronic version of you, I guess. <laughs> totally, totally. So... This this really catapulted me into something because also while God was showing me the good side, he was also showing me the shadow side. Um, I mean, there was a whole um, um, memorial uh, open casket with a whole bunch of family. There was so much crazy vibrations through this family um deceit, lies, cheating, thieving. And again, I was being ex exposed to him showing me both sides of everything. Um, and also uh, like shadow sides of entities that lurk around just not doing good shit, you know. So after I saw that demon killer within, the, I think I was in like one and a half months through the Undertaker's thing and um, a demon killer thing happened and the next like two weeks really leveled up because now not now I, I had this perception not i'm a demon killer but i have all this energetic clairvoyant clairaudient knowledge and how to and where to put my energy i i just started talking to people thereafter and it gave me this essence of foresight um i used to perceive living in the now at that time so strongly fuck, that drove me with excitement energy um levels of it that i've never experienced before yes and um i uh, then started to see these issues inside people these limitations um some people latched with entities on them um sitting with other people having their guides come around um images being shown to me while i'm talking to people and then trying to figure out like do i talk about the image directly or like indirectly create a narrative and then control the counter which i started to do um through a series of words which source was teaching me like literally i mean mate you can use a series of words and you take you literally are talking to people and you're taking them up or you're taking them down it's it's reality so after once i developed this um of course the essence of control in my reality i didn't want any control none i realized that all my power lay within the aspect of not having any control i, I had no judgment um at that point and i came up to the end of this undertaker thing which was like three months i was there for and then I went for some beers with um, these, 
this girlfriend and this boyfriend, these two mates of mine that I played the Diablo at. And we're sitting there. Now, they had been giving me majority of my answers. Source, Source had been channeling my answers through these people, which boggled my mind because they knew absolutely nothing about spirituality or anything. I, I can never forget some of the stuff that came out of their mouth. They still looked at each other and they were like, did I just say that? I just said that. <laughs> so I wasn't even experiencing that live, you know. And Source, like coming to me, showing me, look at these two. How they're starting to experience each other now. It was phenomenal. Um, anyway, we're at the pub and we're having some drinks and I'm asking questions and I'm literally, I'm like at the pinnacle, mate. I can really feel I'm on the verge of something. Like it's under my skin. And I ask one question and like my mind goes completely that way. And I'm basically asking them questions in the, in the concept of how am I a god? If I'm in his image and I ask them one more question and my mind flips over and my heart center explodes, literally it opens up and it explodes and all, all judgment, all guilt, all everything is just like eradicated immediately. And I'm just, I stand up and I'm laughing now at these two and I walk towards the balcony. I'm looking in the sky and I'm laughing and I'm crying like joyously. And I'm like, Oh my God, I know where you are. I know where you are. And I've had just this epiphany, like you can't believe that as above, so below, as within, so without. Like I am him. And if I'm him and these people are him, then I'm these people. And I cannot be here without these people. Therefore, I, I fucking love these people. All of these, every single human being. It was like, boom. Man, that was my life. I was never the same ever again. Never, ever again. From that day, and then it reminds me a little Truman Show. It seems like you had this moment where you—I mean—you realize the world around you has. That's it. Like, open uh, the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I only had two beers and two tequilas, mate. Two beers and two tequilas won't get me very far. Anyway, those two beers and two two tequilas apparently made me completely legless. Those friends had left, and I said I was going to stay there thereafter. Anyway, I had to go to work back at the old uh the undertaker place on the monday and uh, we had the memorial stuff and i i missed it and i went back at 12 o'clock the very next day the tuesday then i uh, went back to work and the boss called me and i also i lost my two i had two cell phones i lost both of them um one was a backup in case they had to get a hold of me the boss called me into the office and now i'm sitting on the couch now i know, I know i'm getting fired but I don't give a fucking rat's ass. I don't care because I'm like, oh, everything's happening for a reason. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. There's a whole lot of stuff I still need to learn through my whole entire life that Source is now going to show me because I'm connected to him and all of that. So this is right. I'm probably going back to electrical now. <laughs> anyway, he sits down. He pulls out the two phones. He pulls out the two phones out of his pocket. That I lost when I got drunk. Well, not lost, that I thought was stolen. Come on. This, I, uh, at that point, I was like, ha Then I really held the concept close to my heart. Did he say he story. found them or how did that work? I don't understand. He went, he went to the bar that I told them the story because I was honest with them. He went yeah. there. And then the, peop oh, the people the at the bar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, apparently okay. their phones were there and they had it somehow and he took it. So anyway, at That's that point, it really 
it embodied the fact that this source is never going to forsaken me. As long as I'm interacting and connecting with him like this, direct, straight up, in full belief, he's there. He's just there because he's like, shit, now we have an able-bodied person that I've just taught all these gifts to. So, And then life really started to expand after that. Um, I started to put in a lot of mind work within to myself into building things within my energetic body that I would then use um, as tools of points of energy, um, many, many uh, shapes and uh, tools, the essence of my grounding amalgamated from like the first envisionment of pushing like um, your energy out of your hands as wood going into the ground, amalgamated into using my hands to pull the energy up, amalgamating to pulling the energy directly out of my soul. So it, and it was, it was a process of also like, do I, I feel bad not to take too much only realizing that she's like, dude, when are you just going to take as much energy as you want to take and do what you need to do? So I, I, I've developed many perceptions and ways that I'm able to pull this energy, um, transcend emotions, stuff like that. Um, but my best thing was learning, working with entities that were latched onto people um, and learning about people's energy that they are giving away freely. Some people are walking around and they don't realize it's not like they have a hole in the side of their aura, but for some reason they're giving their energy away freely. And because of my interpretation of entities and how possibly they can absorb just by talking to these people, when I realized that they're giving it away freely, I would use a series of words to kind of direct that energy in my direction because I was like, well, if they don't know how to direct it or keep it for themselves, I'm going to take it because it's like splurting all over the floor kind of up. And um, that moved into other concepts of... Did you not think actually, about telling them to like fix it? <laughs> Um, no, 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 I would, I would, I would. Um, but in the like beginning, that's awesome. Yeah, you must understand something as well. When you get a tool, if you don't utilize all aspects of the tool, how do you know how to use that tool? Well, you're not a master. If I, of it, to you, yeah. if, if I said to you, I would walk up, to, I eventually got into a point whereby I could walk up to somebody and whether they liked it or not, I could take energy from their aura just like that. Boom. Hmm. Again, that sounds terrible. It is. It is. Well, it sounds Sauron-ish. It doesn't sound uh, Sauron-ish necessarily. I don't think it's evil, but I'm like, that's, that's no, some Napoleon type stuff. I didn't go around consciously doing it um, mm. all the time. I, I only had learned these or that series or those levels of those gifts within that for a short period of time. And this was all building up to... I'll be real. If I found like a diamond necklace in the ground or some shit, I'd probably keep it. It's like that. I mean, in a sense. You're like, oh shit, look, ground score. Yeah. Isn't there a huge thing about like, and I'm generally not much into the perpetrator, victim, savior idea anyhow, but mm -hmm. there's a huge thing about, you know, vampiric va totally. energy vampires as a term, right? It is so, real. It is real. Because I would, I would come across these energy vampires. I would laugh. I would laugh at them. Because if I picked up an energy vampire, I would just, yes, I would create the biggest wrap of energy and start annihilating their aura. Just to literally pull them down, just to leave them like energyless. And again, it was just me learning how to use this thing. I can tell you now that wasn't a good thing what I was doing. But eventually I got to a certain... 
it seems like there's lessons there. I mean, shit, you got to, I guess, be Germany in World War II to realize Germany in World War II is not the way to go or whatever. No, 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 totally. Or kind of look at it like CERN. At the moment, the world's still intact. So CERN's doing a good thing, you know, until the world starts falling apart. Fuck. Um, so I, I actually, I got to a certain stage, I think in about 2016, 2017, that I had been building so much within my energetic body, my memory was immaculate, immaculate. I could remember people's emotions and the way that they perceived me, their micro expressions, everything. Um, and it got to such a certain point that it was too much, it was too much power for me. I felt as if this gift that I had it was too much. I mean, bearing in mind, the majority of the stuff I did for people was good. When I sat with them and I saw the insecurities, I would literally take it out of them. Take it out of them. When they left, they still leave looking at me like, what the fuck just happened? Why the hell do I feel like this? And I'm just, I, I used to take utter pride in that. Being able to just unlock through series of words. You know, like literally, the second they start talking to me, I'm like in a guided meditation with them. And they don't even know it. And then it just got too much having to operate so many people for that long. I, Are you looking at like to, NLP, like neurolinguistic programming-esque kind of stuff? Kind of. Yes, kind of, yeah. kind of. But in manipulating um, energy in a good way. Good constructive manipulation. Totally. I strive for that because I really wanted to help people because now I found this divinity. You know, we've got so, the higher thing. A, a coach yes. or like a leader or something. I mean, if you like in Braveheart, he's like gives them a speech. Those are words that create a feeling in people. That's their response, their free response in karmic or what you know. Like if you don't feel That's like you're being a, a sad old man or whatever, you don't relate to it. You walk off the battlefield. But if you're like fuck, that really triggered my ego in a certain way. You'll mm. fight a good fight. Mm. So in a, in a word, I mean, what's not magic and spells at a level? I'm just. It's funny hearing that you kind of went the. Uh, 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 it, it reminds me a little of. Um, it's trickstery. I mean, I'm a Gemini, so it's whatever. But it it's, it, you played with the trickster shit a little, and I'm it like, is, I, yeah. I, you know, you did yeah. that, and I don't have to be like, how dare you? <laughs> but like, yeah, <laughs> like, um, so okay, keep going. I because I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to get my head around the story. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. So yeah, it, it just I had been doing it for so long, and even the guys that I was working with, they became better people. My boss even gave me a raise, um, just out the blue. Um, everything was changing around me. Everything. Um, the, the project managers around us, the other contractors, nobody could come and give me shit because I was the most proactive person because um, I could just see micro expressions everywhere and I would know exactly what to say, how to say it. I mean, I, it would even go as far as um, the shape of my body, where my shoulders are sitting, depending on the person, on how they are, their, what I picked up from their star sign and stuff, I was able to pick up quickly. I would have to sometimes kneel down to really connect with people, to really get their focus in so they could, could be listening attentively. I mean, it got to as far as me understanding soul contracts to a point whereby I really, I mean, I had this ample thing of simplify everything as well as an awareness that ran all the time. So I would go to people and if they wanted the help, I would say a series of words and literally the higher self, I would invoke their higher self by using their name like a couple of times and then say a series of words and they'll either jump into it head on and they'll start asking me. And again, I won't have to do anything. They'll just be walking into it or they won't. 
but eventually it got to a point I was I'd helped so many people and was still constantly helping these people and I looked at it and I'm like I can't fucking do this anymore I just can't do this anymore I I I, I didn't really lose faith in humanity but at the same time the gifts again that I had I felt that I didn't have enough knowledge and responsibility to be holding on to such a thing. Seriously, I, I couldn't. So I, 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 I remember distinctly, I was working with a gentleman, Tsepo, and he did something and I just assisted him again. And he looked at me and always having these realizations, I could see he's always grateful, but I walked out of that room and I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I can't play with people's reality so much to assist them so much. Why can't they do it for themselves? And I let go of it. And of course, letting go of that meant to Gaston going back to having all this understanding and micro expressions, but just talking straight directly, man. And then life got hella ugly all over again. But And then I went through like a whole series of journeys, you know, ups and downs. And, and I like coming into 2020 like before covid when covid came i was like oh fuck this is bullshit fuck off i'm not i'm not into this just like the ebola every march in march for the past like five six years it's either xenophobia or ebola or not covid it's 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 always been something so the veil of that already i was like this is bullshit that's coming in out and I was at that point really trying to come back to my awakened self because I felt or maybe my second ascended self because I felt I need to get back. I got to get back to doing that stuff, but on a bigger scale, on a much bigger scale, connecting with a hell of a lot more people. And um, I started getting back to it and going through the processes and connecting the source again and, I've kind of like a, it's kind of like a motor vehicle that's putting along and it's kind of running out of fuel and the, the exhaust is like blowing smoke out the back. Um, it's, I was like that for about maybe about 13, 14 months. And then three weeks ago, Saturday, I was trimming some cannabis and I'd stopped smoking cannabis recently. I don't because, smoke, but I used to grow. Like I had twelve thousand watt indoor lights, like pounds and pounds. So nice, I get it. I was like, yeah, nice, we. Nice, nice. I will smoke one of us. So I'd gone through a lot of work internally, but never really feeling like I was there, or not even remotely, nowhere near getting that close back to my awareness of source and all this greatness within myself. Anyway, cutting, trimming the plants, trimming the plants, and. I didn't realize, but the plant was sending me on a guided meditation the second I sat down and grabbed those scissors, boy. Actually, I lied. The second I woke up out of my bed, she was already talking to me, the essence of cannabis. And I'm sitting trimming the plant, trimming the plant, and I'm like 45 minutes in, and I've really, my frequency's really got to a point. She's really guided me to a point and feeling really heightened. And I'm also like looking around like, a little bit suspicious because I know this feeling. It's very familiar. Anyway, afterwards she was like, why don't you smoke a bit of that joint? And I was like, are you sure? Said, yeah. 
I'd like you to. So I rolled the joint and I started smoking and I smoked that whole joint. And what she had done shortly after that joint, she had transcended my frequency through this guide, smack bang, just on the balcony after I had my, my first awakening or my first ascension. Ideally, I, I can't say my first ascension, my only ascension. You become that aware and you're aware like that. Anyway, so it, it hit me again and I was sitting down there in the garage and it hit me, but it didn't hit me fully. Like I, I heard it, but yet, yet I got up, I walked in the house and I walked to the kitchen. When I walked past the bathroom, the first time I looked in the mirror, I looked in the mirror and it just flooded in my head everything I'd ever done, all of the memories of all of those people, everything I taught them, everything just came flooding back, like boom. And I started doing the laugh cry thing, looking in the mirror and I'm like, ha, 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 I'm back, motherfuckers. Oh, it feels good. It feels so good. The, you know, the essence of never being forsaken, all of that stuff, the essence of, yes, there is so much out there that you can't see that's working in your favor. Oh, so much you're like you know perpetual um positive forward motion like whether you like it or not you're continuously being upgraded every single day whether you like it or not all of this is happening all the time you don't even need to fight it it's happening and well, we can't fight it now i think it's a post 2012 mckenna kind of thing <laughs> like it seems like we're going down the vortex and everyone's kind yeah, of picking sides yeah. or whatever totally um, but throughout this, just before this, I connected. Um, I connected uh, with uh, Tyler, and I was asking Tyler something. In my mind, kept showing me the signal of the old show he used to do. Um, that um, Ruff used to do with the triangle. I keep seeing this in my mind. And I, I keep remembering, remembering the people on the panel, the gentleman with the bald head. Um, oh, yeah. We had, so basically, just to explain, we had maybe this was two, three years ago. And this was Frantisek. There were two, three others whose names I don't remember, though. The Irish guy was also incredibly interesting. Guy, the bald, I think, I guess he was the bald headed one. Yeah. And we did yeah. just maybe four or five streams like that, where we got like four or five individuals together and everyone channeling for a few minutes um right. yeah and there we also i guess used the the sasani triangle logo i guess you know just the that's blue, it, the blue triangle it. yeah that's it, that's black it. blue yeah mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so that that was drawn to me of course through all my years um i'd watched Bashar like yo like 2007 maybe before that I'd been on, I'd been like, there was nobody in South Africa that was watching channeling stuff at that point. Like everybody I talked to, nobody. And I was so freaking drawn to it, man. And so all my life, like when I first time I saw someone channel, I'm like, I'm coming for you. And um, I, through these awakenings, like I could understand, like I'm there, but I'm not there yet. There's some other stuff still needs to be done. Anyway, came up recently and then I spoke to, um, Tyler, and then he connected me with um, Raphael, and uh, it was so amazing, the synchronicity. Um, I woke up at 2 in the morning, and my knees were hot, 
Um, when I used to drink alcohol, my knees would get hot. So it was weird. I was like, I still immediately, I just look up in the sky. I'm like, hi, self. What the hell are you doing to me, bro? Why are my knees hot? So I get out of the bed and something in my mind or HQ tells me, hey, just get on the computer, start messaging people. So I message Rafael and I sit back on my phone thinking, not really much, not thinking I'm going to get a reply within the next like 20 seconds. And then boom. And I look at the computer and there he is. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, wake up to come and connect with this guy. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he just said, he's like, okay, cool. No, um, we can connect tomorrow at uh, six o'clock, your time, five mine. I'm like, what? I'm like, of course he's going to say that. Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I looked up. I'm like, okay, source, we're back in it. We're going, we're going. The momentum's here. So a lot of connecting I've been doing, a lot of inside connecting with Rango, actually Ringo but maybe Sorry, your ver maybe your version is Rango and just Rango. one out of curiosity yeah. what was the link for Tyler that he would refer you to me or what was the topic or something I'd just be curious because I didn't speak um, to no. him sometime yeah so I spoke to Tyler and I said to him Tyler I found you from these gentlemen um a gentleman with the glasses and a gentleman with the bald not the bald head the shaved head the the other Czech guy from Czech, I think I'm not too sure. Yeah, Francis Czech. Yeah, yeah. He, and he actually just random trivia, which you might not know. He yeah. was actually the guy when there was this special Europe event in Prague in 2019 or whatever, and there was the the great incident when someone was running on the stage and something you know big thing whatever, and it was actually him you know who was doing that. <laughs> he was doing a good show you know so. <laughs> oh, crazy. But yeah, I distinctly, yeah, so I distinctly remembered you guys. I was like, please, these guys. And then immediately he remembered you um, first. And, um, and then I, I started my search and um, yeah, I connected with you. And then that first day, I tell you, the next couple of days after connecting with you, <laughs> deep, 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 inducive immediate connections like this like something's happening and it's like they come in immediately and they're like hey watch this watch that this is going on did it immediately um which i'm so grateful for the the open level of contact that i have now immediately it's like this it's like this clear as day i actually feel them um these beings, they come and they like right in front of me. I'd like feel the essence just above my head here when they talk to me. It's like they're talking out of a little speaker here. It's, it's surreal. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so after I connected with you, um, I had this premonition that something was going to come and give me healing in my house. Another being from somewhere else. And I was going to move around like I had I had some healing done with another gentleman, um, uh, Dwayden Fraser, uh, that microgrid activator, um, whereby you lie on the bed, your eyes are open, you're conscious, you're awake, and um, he starts to work on your energetic body remotely. And you start to move around of the first sessions is small movement, subtle, and as it grows deeper, it becomes more intense, more intense. So the premonition I was getting was, although literally picturing me on the bed, having this healing, but no laptop around. And they showed me this vision. I was like, I'm down. 
you mean I don't have to pay X amount for this healing because the ratios yeah, are have very different all of that stuff and anyway it came to the Sunday I did something on Sunday in a routine and I did um, just my regular thing I went I dropped my son off I came home I sat on the couch not even two minutes um, it's uh, Ringo comes to me but I didn't know it was him at that point because I never asked I didn't think to ask comes to me it's like yeah. I don't want to interrupt you, just, just saying I'd even be curious as to how to define it because I have my own definition of that. Maybe I briefly spoke about it. So I'm yes. curious because um, on one hand, one could say it doesn't matter. You know, any name is just a name. It's ultimately all the ineffable source anyhow, having different masks. However, yes. still there is some apparent discernment, discrimination or patterning happening even with, you know, certain substances or whatever people see similar shapes similar colors similar things so i'm always uh, you know how to say not all judgmental pokemon, but not all pokemon are equal <laughs> yeah and not expecting any particular answer now i just be curious as to how you would define that this is that energy because the only except for myself information i got was actually also from these sessions where once there was this girl and she was uh, drawing during the channelings and <laughs> What she drew for Ringo was simply, uh, if it even was Ringo already at that point, I don't even know. It was just like an eye. I think it was Ringo already. It was just an eye or something. You okay. know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just curious as to your definition of or discernment of that energy as opposed to another, you know. Okay, so one thing I've learned um, because I've, I found myself a, re a really good, maybe a rookie master of seeing and feeling energies. Um uh, I after we connected, I started watching your videos on Odyssey. I just started listening to Ringo, actually, only Ringo. Right. And and um, of course, every video that I watched was very synchronistic. It was the right video at the right time, and all the information was so beautifully relevant. Oh, I can't even describe the beauty within the synchronicities through having teachings and then coming home and then listening to the videos, waking up, it's like going back to school again, you know, um, knowing that with an open mind, what is this teaching me every second of the day? So one thing, so I'd become very accustomed to Ringo's frequency because I'm, I'm feeling mm -hmm. it. I'm through listening to the channel the whole time. So when, um, when I went to, got off the couch, go to lie on the bed, I lie there, not even two seconds, immediately, yes, it's very different to Doiden working on me because, I don't know, their powers are a lot heightened. Grabs on me immediately, I'm lying flat and my body just pulls up and I just feel grabbing straight on my root. And then my hands break out into um, geometric shapes um, going alongside my body, grabbing onto energy stuff around me and pushing it into my root, um, uh, working th through all the chakras again with the weird geometrical shapes of the hands, working above the head. Um, and then just at the end of it, um, and the laugh just went 33 seconds synchronistic there. I decided to ask who is this, but I still rough. I had the, pre the, the, what you're saying now that we're all one and it doesn't really matter. Just before I asked that, while I'm asking it, I'm laughing at myself like, why am I asking this? Does yeah. it matter? It doesn't yeah. matter.
there's no relevance for that for me for right now. You know, I, I could possibly focus on something better because, <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, I ask and immediate, like, not even a split second, Ringo, boom. But, and I feel the essence of him, like I feel through the, the videos. So I was just, so then I just, was, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe just to give my definition or the genesis. I mean, I've briefly told you. I'll just reiterate it here. Just just basically, so we can you know compare notes because just I'm completely with you. It's incredibly interesting to the human mind because a large portion of us functions in this discriminating fashion. At the mm. same time, we know the messenger doesn't matter. It's just about the message. However, mm. still, let's explore this if we can, or just share the perception because I'm sure this is how the entire mystery of this reality can be pieced together by us all free, freely sharing our perspectives and together we'll be able to see if it's really an elephant or whatever. So, <laughs> mm. so the definition for me um, was actually that I was um, channeling all these uh, Galactic Heritage cards by Lisa Royal and also Brian Lars Angel deck cards and tarot cards, archetypes. And, uh, and I was contemplating this idea a lot um, and kind of having difficulty with or not really inclined to do specific predictions, to do very personalized information, though I got a bit more willing to do that now or allowing for myself, let's say. Um, but also that I was never about connecting to any particular entity as an individual, because I was like, well, this is not important enough. What's important is like the sixth density plus, you know, information about according to Radis would be the density of the unity of love and wisdom. And, mm. you know, that's, what you want to draw from primarily and all else in a sense is just flavoring in a way so then what right. i said to myself what i'm going to do because i did already channel all those energies there's per, i would say there's three to five i would be able even to discern in particular one would be let's say the sasani energy bashar's energy let's say or his civilization mm -hmm. the other one would be orion and the third one would be dolphin where i would sense by now the most differentiation um however what i said for this is just i'm gonna do like a round table with all the energies i could possibly be connected to and with my own uh, ego mind construct also having a sit a place on the table as to not always feel like oh i have to exclude this information or whatever you know just to take it all as one as it is and then i said okay for this round table higher self connection with potentially Sasani or Ion Dolphin energy as a switchboard operator, let's say, I want to have a name. And then maybe two weeks after I consciously decided that, it was very similar to what you said. Now is I was laying down uh, and two seconds after laying down, I got this thing like Ringo. And I was like, like I may have told you, like, what is this name? Like yeah. people's like, what Ringo <laughs> star, haha, big joke. And then I realized, you know, Ringo numerolo numerologically reduces to 36, which is then 369, which is the Tesla numbers and which in vortex mathematics actually creates a triangle, which again would point towards, you know, the main energy or the mask energy as Sasani mm. in my own understanding. So the sync fits. Mm. So anyhow, that would be my definition of it because I said I just want to have a name so that also for channelings, people can have a more relatable experience or something. Um, and that is also just simpler for me and I'm not having to think, am I channeling this or that aspect? Another thing, this is now very detailed channeling talk, but I guess someone will be interested in, in those things, mm -hmm. um, is that I did the most recent channeling last week and I noticed, first it could be I was a bit, not really stressed, but maybe not in an optimal state, maybe. 
but also it was that I drew a card for the channeling and it was an Orion card. And then even during the channeling, some people said, oh, I can understand you much better than usually. And I was listening back to the channeling. And during it, I almost felt more like I'm a bit, not maybe slow, but it's, it, there's always some ego judgment you can make, of course, right? But I noticed yeah. there's something a bit different. I listened back to another channeling from 2019 in Budapest and just comparing it, I was like, whoa, this is a lot faster, like a lot more words in a short time. And I was like, why is this? And then I realized the card I had drawn for the channeling was an Orion card. And also yeah. from my previous channelings, when I specifically went for Orion, it was quite usual that it was somewhat slower or more paced in that sense and not so high voltage. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, that's only, you know, from the little bit I can see how I, I'm trying to discern it. Anyhow, okay. that's my definition of the things. So I'm curious as to how you perceive that. It, because you know it's just names it's labels but still there is relevance if you get the same name there is a connection you know otherwise you get a different name so <laughs> i think i think more i think yeah maybe more so for me because everything throughout my life has always been me seeing energy and feeling energy so i mean i'm not i'm not so much of a knowledge kind of guy but if you want me to teach you how to densify your aura give me a call i'll teach you that shit in my sleep you know what i'm saying yeah. Um, so, but so the energy, like, yes, he said his name, but I think even if he didn't say his name, and maybe he just like thrusted his frequency at me, I, I would have. Ideally, I felt it already with him saying the name. So, I, yeah, I mean, it's also, yeah, definitely like that. But it was also, I must also mention that when, just before he came in to do it, um he he obviously knows that i've had this healing with this other gentleman and he knows a little bit about me because he said just remember how that one was and just feel how this one is um but he gave it to me in like an energy signature in my heart not through an audio and when i get the messages in my heart center there's like wads of information in there it's incredible how it slowly unpacks itself and um slowly throughout the day it's like more little stuff unpacks 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 and it's like he's actually put like a a little an, an auto open box kind of vibe to a self-extracting archive yeah exactly <laughs> totally totally as as he knows i'm going to be going through these perceptions and realities um if i do it in a certain manner if i take the road less traveled i kind of get a gift this is right. how yeah. universe works. general rule yes <laughs> yeah that's it but to uh, to embrace the the uncertainty of life now oh i love it i sit within that it it alt it induces the aspect of change even more than it is already rich. happening uh, if you've ever seen the disney robin hood and he's like running from all the archers and it's like those are fauci jabs and we're just like running <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's, like, it's an unprecedented time, but at least you're like excited about it. I guess I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was just there's like, yeah, I guess you're ready for anything now, including yeah, yeah. But you know, I must I must express something that I really haven't expressed. One thing that I really got into is the aspect of if I had a thought, it wasn't two seconds or three; it was like 0.1. Get up, do it now. Um, that created such character of courage and um forget the other word but 
through everything that I went through and letting go of that ascended self of mine and coming back to it now and connecting um, with you gentlemen and going through this healing, which I've actually had, that was two Sundays ago. I had one on Sunday again, then I had one yesterday. I sort of figured out how to do things better to be gifted healing more um, as I get connected. The more I do in my proactive body, the more I get gifted. But anyway, the first Sunday after that healing, I came out of my house. I was going to this lady, Sarah's house. She's a witch to go have a card reading with her because it's like a fun man. She's so intuitive. I, I love her. She's so sweet. She, um, as I leave the house and I drive out of the garage, um, my high self comes to me and he shows me an image. He shows me first the image of me walking up that road. I remember speaking to my colleague, telling him I'm letting go of this awesome person that I've created within myself. Cause, and it shows me at, see, at that point I did something every single time I saw the most difficult route and I took the most difficult route always. Why? simply because it would teach me absolutely everything I needed to know, all of the realities I needed to know, instead of taking the easier route and only learning like 25 or 35% of the realities that you could learn. So my higher self showed me that I actually made the right choice by walking away from that version of myself to give it up completely to then start again through the second wave of ascensioners, um, which was pretty cool. I mean, me being a manifested generator, I mean, I love walking in malls and just like dropping balls of white energy through my awareness out there, you know, and literally like I see my aura glowing. Tell people what you're doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> just do it consciously within myself because I, I know that energy is going. I know it, it's going to all of these people. I know. As long as I'm siphoning through source, not utilizing my own. Again, I'm a generator. My fiancés have manifestor, and I, I, I'm always reading from the manifestor's perspective. I think they can kind of do anything, but the trick is they have to let, like, it's almost like the Illuminati. They have to like put it in film and like let you know what's going on, or you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. even if it's a subconscious consent. I wasn't really saying you have to. I was just kind of making a joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. So, so that was very profound for me. Higher self coming and showing me, hey. You, you did this all for those right reasons. Um, it really, this is, I can't, I can't, oh, I, can't, I really, I just can't even explain what it was like. Well, your shirt um, kind of reminds me, I mean, of Samuel L. Jackson's conversion at the fucking shop or whatever with his wallet, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that wasn't going to be an explainable thing, but enough happened. I mean, the whole point of the shirt, I'm pretty sure the shirt you're wearing is the Pulp Fiction scene where they blow the brains guys out and they're like, holy shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's, you know, <laughs> That was a goddamn miracle, like blah, 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 right? And then that synchronicity led to him having a conversion of some kind later of character. Um, so synchronicity is one of these wily little slipper eels. It's not, it's almost like pearls of swine. It's very hard to explain it to people uh, without something crazy or it not coming off across as like meaningful. Um, I was just actually reading a great book. Um, if you ever want to just kind of a book to read about technology and myth and mysticism and all this stuff, technosis, it's a little old, came out in the 90s. So it's talking about like the, Basically, it's prophesying where we are now with like VR and yeah. internet and crypto. Um, but Paul, um, St. Paul or whatever from the Bible, um, the Apostle Paul, uh, or no, no, not Paul, uh, St. Augustine, the guy who kind of really pushed Christianity in a very uh, 
philosophically at a per- point in the in the Empire of Rome or whatever, um, he was a pagan, a hardcore pagan, and he was kind of going through this existential moment and basically was having a nervous breakdown. And he heard a girl in the courtyard singing Legate Tole, Legate Tole, which is like, pick it up, read it, pick it up, read it. So he basically picked up a Bible or whatever the fuck that was the equivalent back then, opened it up and read it. And it was like, convert or whatever. And he's like, all right, I'm a Christian. So you never know where these synchronicities will take you. I mean, everyone's kind of doing their own trip and trying to pay attention to the nudgings of the spirit. Um, How do you look at discernment? Because, um, I mean, I, I still identify as a Christian, even though I'm very abstractly so uh, doing psychedelics mm. stuff, but uh, tarot and astrology. How do you test spirits? How do you how do you know? I mean, in one sense, in a 12D sense, yes, we're all one, but like still, I mean, let's put it this way, like Bobby Fischer and his opponent could shake hands and go get a taco, I guess, after the chess game. But during the chess game, they are opponents. How do you, so there's like, you know, good and bad, mm. if you want to put that way, it seems in this plane. And we mm. can we can understand that it's beyond that. And that's what I think psychedelic epiphany is all about and stuff like that, where she's like, Holy shit, I knew nothing. I'm so embedded. Oh my God, I got to love my enemies, all this, whatever. Um, but then we still have people trying to, you know, jab you or whatever. So it's like, mm-hmm. how do you discern, how do you use discernment in your uh, practice? Well, you know, first thing I realized um, a while back, sometimes, well, entities are there to kind of poke you to get you in the right direction. Um, it's again it's all vibrational um like like my third eye like i can i can really see with my third eye i can like feel with it deeply um also there's so much stuff that i had experienced in my life on my own for for instance there's something called the lesser banishing ritual right now i knew nothing about this thing but I was practicing this thing, which I had created within myself from the guidance from source, showing me do this and do that. And I didn't even know that it was densifying my aura. I just became this like rubberized person that reflected bullshit or saw it everywhere. So getting rid of my own and then looking at other people and interacting with them and then figuring out shit is this an entity with them or is this just them playing with their self when i when you speak to somebody and you say their name you invoke them you invoke their higher self especially if oh in my perception when i'm saying it consciously and i'm not just saying their name but i'm literally focusing on their higher self while i'm saying their name i can actually see in their micro expression they come about um and again it it just varies. Not everybody's got an entity latched onto them, but some entities are meant to be with people. Do either or Raphael, are you seeing anything weird to the cameras in terms of puppetry or anything like that? Me? No. Yeah. I'm wondering, I mean, I'm wondering, do you have to be in person to sense this, uh, this action that you're just spooky action at a distance? Can you do it on the camera or no? Uh, it's okay. If not, I'm just like, Oh shit. <laughs> Maybe uh, I want Jim, Jim wants to know if you now see us like in this movie brand, like in this movie, like in this movie branded, you know, where you have all these entities. It's actually a pretty great movie. Have you ever seen it? Branded. I haven't. You would haven't. totally love it. Do you know about it, Jim? It's basically about the idea where you see it also has some really strange scenes and also some sacrifice ritual of a bull and some strangeness. 
but basically it's about someone being able I to see sacrifice bull card today and was talking about Apple's bulls funny you say that Keep yeah. going. Go. so basically it's about a guy or someone who's somehow starts to be able to see the attachments that people have and in this case it's based on around economy so if all these people running around and you have then these you know mascots of different companies or whatever latching onto their minds and controlling them and steering them into the store you know yeah. and really visual pretty well done i believe it's called yeah. branded yeah so yeah. i'm gonna check that out i'm gonna check that out so yeah i was just kind of what you were describing it seemed like you were able to like read up and speak a name i'm not trying to put you on the spot i was like is that doable now i know i love that i love that so a little bit to explain now that i've come back to this person for some reason i couldn't care less to look at that side um Word. for some for a reason i'm being taught a whole nother side of something else um how would you describe this new side of things this uh, it's 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 on another level completely the the way that i interact and chat with the beings in my mind is it's not how i would i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't even share some of the stuff with my friends kind of vibe you know some people can take information and some people just can't facts some information is just too great for them and they're just like uh, and for me to just maybe fight with their reality is not kind of my vibe but I know it's going to come back soon. It, you know, it takes a lot of focus. That's something that I also haven't pulled in yet is the essence and the power of my focus um, as an awareness. Um, so in that state of myself as well, I had this immense power of focus where I'm able to cut out everything. Gaston, literally. Yeah. Can, you, can you restart your mic? Jim, are you hearing this too or is it just me? Okay. Maybe just off on your mic because you started sounding super metallic. Metallic, am I back? Yeah, you're still metallic. Maybe uh, somehow reconnect your microphone or or just refresh the page or something so your microphone connection gets on you because you're really sounding like chopped metallic. Your connection is good, but your sound is super garbled from 20 seconds ago. Well, wow. I had just messaged Morgan a minute ago and been like, there's a guy on, and you guys, and he's like, okay. So, but he's not ready, just so you know. <laughs> so we're on the same page. Okay, Morgan is not ready yet? Okay, all right. So we're just going to keep going. I, like, hey, I think silly. you're back. I think I'm you're back. good. Great. Yeah, good. You sound good. Awesome. Continue. Cool. <laughs> um, so um, the essence of my focus is a huge fundamental uh, particle in being able to get back to this person whereby I can visually and sense use sensory seeing this stuff. Um, I was saying now I cut out, I'm able to cut out everything, uh, all distractions. Um, that came through, you've heard of the inner smile? Oh, yes. Okay. So I, okay, let me just finish about that banishing ritual. I, I think, yeah, I was doing the banishing ritual and I knew nothing about it, um, densifying the aura. And then, why did I say that now? Getting confused with myself, yeah. Um, oh, wait, we're referring to uh, seeing the entities and stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's a basis of my focus. Once I get my focus in play, I'm able to cut everything else out. When I cut everything else out, uh, it's like a sniper 
with an AK-47, you know, just like when I see something, it's popping off, all my senses are popping off immediately. Um, I've stopped smoking cannabis and then I've interacted with it a little bit because as I learn these energies, um, funny enough, cannabis will come to me and say, okay, just go and smoke something and then go and focus on those energies. And what it allows me to do is take like the couple of factors of it and just all of my focus gets put on it. And then I'll go through a series of teachings of how to rev it up or pull it down or in or out or whatever I'm meant to do with it. Um, so I think with not smoking cannabis and densifying the aura again, because I've started doing the banishing ritual, I think I'm like on week three again. Um, uh, in incorporated with the inner smile. Now the inner smile, again, I knew nothing about the inner smile. And the inner smile is basically just a concept of gratitude unto your body. Um, I would, I would, I would take such pride in having a couple of words before I ate the meal. While I ate my meal, I would connect to body. I would literally take my mind and say, hi, body, and body with all its cells comes back. Hi, how's it going? You know, like always checking in that it's okay. Smiling internally with the body after the meal, sitting for like a minute, embodying it, saying to my body, thank you for this meal. So in my eyes, for me, that was kind of like what I'd created the inner smile within myself. And with that incorporated with the banishing ritual um, is really the fuel to the fire um, that gets you there. And then the focus comes there after that. Um, and then anything you add onto it, I mean, guys, it's ridiculous. I'm telling you, I would go through realities with people and I would say words in certain ways and certain things would happen in certain ways. And then I would go into another group of people and I would use the same series of words, exact same series of words, and the same reality would be perceived. Um, I, I, I can't even explain it. It's truly phenomenal. But again, this came through doing um, this morning ritual. And I mean, it's like it's a two-minute ritual. Um, and then, of course, consciously aware of this inner smile thing every single food bearing in mind i only drank water i didn't consume any sugary substances or anything like that um I, to a certain aspect i did get to a point where i was like I, I could bend my reality within myself to create a belief within something if i saw it in front of me i could bend my reality so hard for me to believe that we're going to be successful um, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that um, as well. And I, I, I never forget my colleague at work. One day he came to me um, when I was like six months in this awakened self and he's like, how do you do that? I'm like, how do I do what? He's like, you know exactly what to say, when to say it, how to say it. Like, like, I can watch you come to me and say, I want this and that and that on this site. 
I'm going to go tell these people. And now he knows that they're going to tell me to go and get screwed. He would watch me walk with them. Yeah. He would watch me walk with them. And then he would hear them walking away like it was their idea. This is the point that I'd gotten to. It was my understanding of not needing anything or wanting anything. It's where your it's where your power lies. It's ideally it's like where your power lies, but there's no power there. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I'm sure Obi Wan was a manifestor. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can say something though. Your frequency and Raphael's frequency. Oh, you've, for the record, this is a bad time in my life, but continue. I was like, oh my God. Okay, no, that's, that's honest. That's honest. That's honest. <laughs> that's honest. That's honest. There, and you won't offend us, I don't think. So speak uh, for oh. Oh, no, no, no. Fully, fully understandable. Trust me. Um, anything it's like, oh, I didn't wipe my ass and I'm uh, like, hold on, let me get my makeup on. It's like, shit, I've been rough lately. Uh, my practice it's, is um, way out. I'm not on cannabis anymore, which is nice. Can I ask you a question? How often do you ground? Me? Yes. Not enough. Not enough at all. In fact, right now, uh, that's the issue. Uh, I even tried doing meditation, ironically, I was meditating and tried to grab Raphael called me to do this interview. I was like, oh, yeah. I just did the root shock. I yeah, actually, we interrupted right. his grounding, actually. So <laughs> thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. I don't do it enough, but there's a lot of levels to this. I mean, if you're into astrology, I'm a sun and moon 11th house, Gemini, Jupiter and Aquarius. I, uh, I'm just a very electric person. So yeah, it's problematic. Um, but my, if you're into gene keys, my city is silence. So it's like, I need to learn how to shut the fuck up and just kind of be. But my mind is addicted to stimulation to the degree where it's like, a five-year-old walking into an arcade on acid pretty much always. So Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, no, sensory-wise, I don't feel that there's any entity around you, although from – I can see within your micro-expressions, wherever you inject yourself into some situations that, oh, guys, that float past, and they'll say things, and those you hold those things a little bit – you dwell on them and somehow they create like a subliminal program that'll run and then it just adds to your already thought process of the a million things that you're already thinking. Um, I gotta stop that. Derp. <laughs> no, well, well okay. It sounds so like it can be part of genius or part of insanity. I don't know. There's a part I know, I think it's genius, genius. Just, no, just choose which like packets to accept and to dwell on, you know, which ones to... <laughs> Let's pass. A bit. Oh, and but just because you bring it up again, just very briefly, in your angel of divine warrior, it literally says in angel qualities, divine arms, it says discernment, sword symbol, and luminous aura, shield symbol. I sent you the screenshots. Yeah, but just to say, we're using exactly the, the vocabulary of, of this angel perfect. card. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. I love that. I love that. But so, I mean, notice the first thing I said to you, I asked you a question personally about something that I could really see that was not evident. And I know it wasn't evident because I talked firsthand, because I learned grounding and then not grounding and then getting like psychic attack and then fighting it off kind of vibe and then building it up and then going through the thought patterns and all of that stuff and then realizing what was serving and what was actually not serving. Um, but that, that comes through when you start to ground, like logic just comes in 
your best friend. That's what I found grounding. It brings your higher self. That's your logic. Well, well so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Um, maybe find a different way to ground or, or <laughs> not as it. No, <laughs> manipulate it. I mean, I'm an electrician, you know, when I'm, I've created little things. Like if I'm working with a pair of pliers and I'm standing there, I'm processing and I'm thinking about my ground while I'm busy doing my thing and I'm doing it fast. So I can't like in my beginning stages, it felt very weird and uncomfortable to like go sit and meditate and want to ground. And then I was like, no, but wait, I can manipulate all this energy and perceive it and absorb it the way that I want to. This is my reality. Hello. So then I started to play with that. The most beautiful thing I ever came into. Um, it really allowed for things to flow more easily because I was like, in my mind, I would tell my mind how I wanted to perceive it, how it moves, all of that stuff. So slave to my mind, that is for sure. Mm, uh, that, I mean, like if, yeah. if you're <laughs> cooking or or something, quiet the mind, say, right, I'm going to cook now, but I'm going to talk to myself in the most beautiful manner, and I'm going to regard this as my meditation for the next 15, 30 minutes. You've intended it for it to be like that. It's going to be like that. You could just got to find the comfortable status um, where it's an easy means of maybe something incorporated into your already daily routine. Like I don't look at tasks as shitty tasks. Any talk, task is a good task. Why? Because it's upgrading me. So, I mean, I already changed my perception in that, but I'll attach meditations or other things that I can do within my mind while I'm doing something when I'm quiet, um, as opposed to sitting down and grounding. And because of that, um, like I explained to you, my series is of starting to ground by pushing it into the ground and then perceiving that it's coming up and then um, perceiving it's coming into one hand and then perceiving that it's coming out of me because I'm connected to source the consciousness of this planet was derived from source. So I'm directly just connected to everything, which I am, which you are, we, we are. Um, so yeah, but um, I love how you, how your mind thinks so fast, man. I love it, dude. I watched I'm holding a lot it. in. Uh, no, this <laughs> is why I want to go to ayahuasca. I'm like, you know what? Like, it was just like, that's what I was saying. Um, Have you had Cambo before? No. But uh, my, we've had a friend who's done it. Um, that's something that I could do if I went down to the Peruvian jungles, I guess. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of psychedelics I haven't done, but I'm also at this point where I'm trying to be like very intentional and reasonable. And like these are very magical tools. So like I was tripping on acid once a day for a long time. That's great. But I mean, this is what creates yeah. that wiring. So uh, <laughs> now it's about kind of like dealing with other things. Um, you can talk about me as much as you want, but is there anything you want to tell about Raphael? Because I'm sure he's as interested to see your take. <laughs> to see all my attachments. Uh, <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pretty attached to the physicalized world. Otherwise, I wouldn't have taken up an incarnation. So this exactly, much I know. Exactly. <laughs> but you see, Raf's frequency. I mean, just, just look at him. Look, look not at him. Look at him. All of him. Look it's around him. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been the I'm the Cheshire Cat. I mean, that's how it feels. Yeah. It's like, very chill. Totally, totally. But I mean, also, I can see a lot of frequencies in him that I've started to adopt for myself recently. Like the first chat I had with Raf, um, I asked him at the end of the conversation, I said, please, could you give me any recommendations um, 
that I should do um, to sort of prep me um, more to channel. And he said, let go of judgment. Of course, that was on the Friday two weeks ago. And the Saturday was when I had the awakening with the cannabis. And I could only have had that by me asking Ruff that synchronistic question, which was so vital, so important. Because from that thing, when I got off the call, I was back into Gaston mode of, okay, I'm only working on judgment. So I set an intention. I want to experience judgment. I want to experience the shadow, shadow side of judgment and the opposite side of judgment, both sides. And literally, higher self guided me from that phone call until the next morning working with the cannabis as well. So um, if it's something maybe in a recommendation I could do for you that also kind of I've got this smiley vibe like he does, like I'm happy, everything's happening. I believe I trust. I actually, I don't believe I trust. I know. I don't even believe in trust. I know. It's, it's a knowing. It's not something that I have to fester up energy to start putting into. No, no, no. I'm way past that. Way past. And it's very beautiful. Um, the, the omens, the synchronicities, how they come past us. It's beautiful. But yeah, so focusing on these emotions I'm doing daily now. Um, some emotions, you don't have to take a bad one or to learn the bad aspect of it. You can just learn the the good side of it. Um, but to put it as an awareness in yourself in the morning, it's a very, very profound thing. Very, very, very profound. So, Raf, on that note, I'd really like to say thank you for synchronistically oh, you. guiding me with that. And, it was and the, yeah. the beauty of it is, and this is why, I guess, some big part for me why we're having these shows is to have everyone tell their story and basically yes. unravel the true core of reality, which is synchronicity. But everyone telling these, you know, also unlikely stories and not coincidences anymore once we know. And so thank you for sharing. And ultimately, and this is, I think, the real beauty about all of this, and it can to anyone engaged in spiritual self-development or even any kind of intuitive teaching or whatever, mm. it can, if you choose, incredibly relieve the pressure off of you and you doing anything, whether through ego or having people project onto you or whatever, if you simply always remind them that whatever they achieved and whatever they see, whatever they learn, whatever they can do apparently through you is only because they decided to change your own frequency and nothing else. And even the fact that they could even perceive you is only because they already allowed that possibility within their own selves. So in a sense, you know, I did nothing, we did everything, you know, however you want to put it. But it is the it is my honest assessment, you know, it's not even just saying it to be more nice or whatever. This is how it's the structure works. And if you true. really internalize it, it can help because on the one hand, you can understand how grand you are and each everyone is. And at the same time, humble yourself because it is all equal in a sense. And we have the particular position as a physicalized mind as well, that we mm. are especially well, both should have the confidence and realize the greatness, you know, of the divine spark or however mm. the congruency between creator and creation. And at mm. the same time, humble yourself in the sense of letting go control and really allowing the positive higher self energies to just synchronistically guide you through everything. And then you don't need to stress so much and plan so much and know so much mm. consciously. You can really ride the wave. So thank you for sharing your version of that story in this particular life so far. Yeah. Mm, so. Mm, mm, mm. No, it's crazy. I mean, especially that synchronicity thing, 
when I left my friend's house, um, I mean, it was perfect. I'd forgotten completely about this meeting, but my higher self didn't. And um, I, as I left my friend's house, all of a sudden it just came to me. Oh, yeah, now we're going to have this thingy just now with them. And I was like, oh, fantastic. And it's getting back to being in the now. It's it's not so much being in the now. It's being in this perpetual synchronistic motion. It is a perpetual synchronistic motion. It is. It's a wave. Follow. I mean, it's spreading a wave, surfing Follow. or whatever. Oh, it's yeah. not a wave because waves come and go. It's a continuous a wave <laughs> like if it was just <laughs> a, wave pool, a wave pool there we go it's just yeah like, this is, yeah this yeah, is just yeah. toroidal kind of synchronicities everything kind of matches up uh it's amazingly bizarre um and i think it's going to get more bizarre i don't know if, i mean you were talking about hadron clutters and earth splitting stuff i know i've experienced berenstein bears not stain so it's like it's getting cognitively dissonant enough where that's why I'm probably really going. I mean, you're like, you're not grounded. It's like, it's a full moon in a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. It's crazy time. Um, but I, I'm hopeful. I mean, I think I've got my wind back. I mean, Raphael could detest this. It's been a few months that I've been kind of down and out, just kind of dealing. Honestly, I smoked a bunch of weed and was that, that lowered my vibes. <laughs> um, I respect cannabis and I think it's a great tool and I'll never hate on it. Like, I'll never be like, it's the devil's lettuce or, you know, like that shit. But there comes a time when, like, like Alan Watts is like, you get the message, hang up the phone kind of thing. I'm not saying I'll never smoke again, but it's like, all right, there's other frequencies to explore. Even sobriety is psychedelic at a level. So um, it's a nutty time. Uh, I don't know for, uh, I had sent Raphael um, Morgan the link. He's, he was ready. I don't know if he's coming in now or not, but I don't know how I want to transition this. If we even want to match this up, I've, I'm not even against this, but so, the more monkeys and cats are in the circus, it gets crazy. So you might be on mute. Hey. I wanted to say to you, I could teach you a little bit. I could teach you something um, with your cannabis. If you'd like to consume cannabis, uh, cannabis and this aura, I don't know, for me personally, it kind of put holes in my aura, um, but I started doing that banishing ritual and the effects of cannabis or what it used to have in me and what it has in me now is two different ball games. Um, ritual itself, you think? Say again. Because of explicitly doing that banishing definitely, ritual? Definitely, definitely, because I'm densifying my aura. So if I'm Can densifying you, my what, personal aura, uh, when you if, say I densify, consume, if I consume something that bends my frequency, it can't because I've densified my aura. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, because this is one thing that boggled my mind in 2015 when Tyler was like, no, you can't do cannabis and channel. I was like, oh, hell fucking no. No, 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 no. I've been making oil for people. I made creams, healed many people. I was just like, no, 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 Ty, don't be saying this to me, you know. Little did I know higher self is guiding and teaching me a whole different thing. When I came back to connect with Raf and then I realized he smokes cannabis and still channels, I'm like, Hello. Hello there, lovey. I was willing. I was put in a position of hunger. And when you have hunger, what do you do? You get up and you go and act. You go and fight to find out. You take a journey because you believe that's not true. I feel it's not true. And what happens? You, you get to the money, bro, every time. Like yourself. everything, it's just a belief. And it's that's really, it. I think, great how you describe it. And, you know, any ritual can be used. And there was a good reason why 
versions of the rituals you mentioned are well known because I mm. guess they work. Um, mm. But really to, you know, change your attitude, yeah. to be as simple as it can be said. And then you can literally, as Jesus said, you know, again, hum stomping on this gym, the works I do, you can do and greater, you know? So, I mean, where are we at, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is where my rational mind kicks in and it's like, all right. So, and this is, I'm not saying I know the answer to this, but like, um, let's say you, you're, you have a normal body temperature and you re perceive reality. And then you start getting a temperature and you start having an altered experience. I, I, I sometimes I wonder <coughs> how much, how drunk on our will we can get. I mean, the, the whole point of Crowley to me is like, he just went a little too far in a direction. It's like, mm -hmm. yes, that's a positive, a possible polarity, but it's like, that's, that's like driving your car backwards on the highway at full speed. It's doable. Is it recommended? Probably not. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm, yeah, I'm at a point. Um, it's a tricky thing because the will and selfhood and uh, belief, some things are unconscious beliefs that we're programmed to believe. Um, it's surprising whenever I, you know, when I blasted off and talked to Egyptian deities about my faith in Christ, I've astral projected sober and talked to Jesus and these psychics were like, Oh, you were in a scene in a past life. It seems like I can't shake the Jesus thing, which at some level I'm cool with like my Christ consciousness. That seems like a really good deal for everybody. Sure. Uh, right. Exactly. So, oh, no, totally. um, but at some level I'm like, how much of this is my choice? How much of this is a belief that I'm kind of swept up in and it just works um kind of like in a evolution you know like some birds in the galapagos or i, mean, I don't know if it's galapagos, galapagos i think it was in africa or somewhere but like mm. there was some mountain range that something happened and basically birds went on different sides and evolved in different places there's the same bird but eventually they're very different culture is clearly a programming mechanism um so, you know in some weird way like pre-linguistic humans were just as spiritually valid as us and now we have this virus in a sense a mind virus of symbolic language and prefrontal cortex stuff which i'm all about but it has its it's a technology and Marshall McLuhan would say uh, every technology has, you know, it gives you something be to be used to liberate or to confuse you. Well, it does yeah. both. So like, I mean, like if I, you know, if I use clothing, like uh, my body isn't going to be adjusted to the elements the same way as somebody who right. isn't like Wim right. Hof or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of ins and outs as the big Lebowski would say. So I guess I'm just at a place where it's exciting to try these, uh, to try different people's things out. Um, and I'm glad you're smoking. If you're going to smoke, cool. Props. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I just lost my train of thought. I guess I was talking about the will <laughs> uh, and discernment. It seems like, uh, I, I, how would I put this? I'm sure that the people ripping out hearts on mushrooms in Mayan cultures on the top of temples, apocalypto style, were very committed to their paradigm. So, but that, does that make it okay? And like how much, you know, so I'm always very like, how is this working? And are we over buying our own story? Because I think yeah. we can dilute ourselves and that's that's why it's so difficult to understand spirits because i think i think they'll tell us what we want to hear in a sense always um, kind of yeah. like mr thomas told lucy you know edmund exactly what or whatever uh, the witch get uh it's just tricky i'm using all these dumb analogies um but at some level i know it's all one i get it like i've had the, i mean it's all in some weird way i'm like it's what's not grace what's the, i mean even lucifer the fallen angel is like a creation of aspect you know what i mean it's like it's like it's all on the bubble and, and I think the bubble is becoming self-aware in a sense. But mm. then what does that mean in terms of responsibility and identity? How much should we be shedding culture? Like, I love Pulp Fiction, but that's a dark film. Tarantino is not the most light warrior person I know. So, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm not, I mean, I just kind of take it for what it is. It's kind of like, oh, there's there's Tholomites. And, you know, it takes those kinds. And maybe they're pulling 911s, Flight 93, all that shit. 
And then there's people who are like, I'm going to go live in the jungle and eat mushrooms. And you know what I mean? There's all types. So I guess yeah. how, well, you're, you're riding the wave, so I can't really hate on it, but sometimes I'm like, are we sure we know what wave we're on? That's what's always screwing me up. Cause I'm like, I, I guess it's just, uh, so, so listen, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, it's too good to be true. Kind of a bullshit. Don't think like that. <laughs> hear me out. Yeah, no, I hear you. Don't think like that. You can't. It's it's not too good to be true. You deserve that. You deserve that. Don't feel guilt. You deserve that, my friend. Don't even play with me, son. I love you. <laughs> Straight up. I love you with all my heart. You must never do that to yourself. But again, these are these emotions you need to intend in the morning to process. It's a series of processes. You know, I was chatting to a gentleman today and he, we were like, he was saying to me the same thing. Yeah, but isn't it just like a placebo? Like you, like. In a weird way, it's paradoxical. It's both a placebo. So it's like not to write off placebos. That kind of okay. shows how the mind creates a reality at a level. So it's like belief. So can create reality so yeah placebo is holy no, shit. It, it can create disingenuity for me i'm not like oh it's just a placebo i'm like well, yes what do you think people go to christian church services for they hype themselves up to experience some a frequency and then they go i believe or whatever oh there and must be cause and effect eh? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's let's take for instance this guy i don't know he was called dynamo jack no i think dynamo jack i can't remember Anyway, it was from like the 18, it was like 18, no, 1982 or 1970s. He was in uh, Thailand, I think, or Singapore. And these guys went to do a documentary on him and he basically healed people with electricity out of his body. Okay. But now what I'm saying is cause and effect. That guy had to go and sit for two hours to meditate in order to formulate that. So if the aspects of placebo sort of doesn't work uh not placebo um what am i trying to say here like you before before rough channels he sits in a space and there's a there's a cause he's taking his frequency to a certain space so that it can come down um you have to you have to do something in order for something else said. to happen. Yeah, it's just exactly. the way it works in the game. I, I don't remember you know, the exact... It's, it's not really like, like it can just be like... Necessitate certain things. <laughs> like Yeah, you cost. can't just pick it up and just do it. Like Otherwise, I could just say, I'm going to channel now. Okay, ideally, I am being channeled by myself already, but I have to go through something in order to get to that point where I can channel. I guess the technical... <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's also a belief. That's your correct. Like, there's no yeah. escape belief. Jim, you're, you're correct. <laughs> and and the, the point I guess Gaston wants to make is just that generally speaking, you're using some kind of a ritual or process to give yourself permission to enter a certain state. So you do some process that you believe in. In my case, it's a variant of the Bashar Keys of Ascension meditation from 1988 with some add-ons. It takes about two minutes. It's a visualization mainly. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, body alignment, whatever happens, breathing. Um but yeah, that's just, let's be real. 
<laughs> yeah, well, probably in Christianity, I don't know, yeah? At least I can see stuff, but that opened up a few years ago for me, so that's pretty much always available. Um, so anyhow, just some process to give us a permission, and that's only because our minds still work in a linear fashion. Eventually, ideally, of course, you're both correct, it can happen also like this. But up to that point, you just give yourself a bridge as an excuse, and it's fine, why not? You know, everyone can wait for two minutes or whatever, you know? Anyhow, meditating and breathing a bit usually is good anyway, so yeah. Definitely, definitely. Lord, um, I actually don't think any of us disagree. We're just all looking at the elephant a little differently. And I've just, I've been in a place where I've been very mental and probably doing low vibe stuff. And for better or worse, I mean, I have a progressed 12th house sun in Mercury right now. Normally it's 12th house, I guess, but it's in Leo. So I think I'm just taking on a lot of collective shit, which is annoying. I don't shield. I don't do shit. I mean, I wake up and I get on the internet and I'm like, how is my crypto doing? And it's like, I get right in the matrix right away, um, unfortunately. And that's been a choice. Um, I don't live like Mowgli in the jungle or something, but, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like you hadn't had a different type of balance at some other point, no, Jim? No, I did do it, um, but there's a lot of factors. Uh, sure, I'm just saying, like, you don't necessarily, and though I'm all for it, you know, need to go to the jungle for 10 shots of ayahuasca if you would just, you know, do some more, whatever you do that helps you before, you know? So I'm just saying, yeah, you know, so, or true. ideally both, you know, whatever, yeah? That is very true, that is very true. Takes diligence. Yeah, it's, it's we're, we're, all, we're all walking at home. So, but it's weird because I think in some way I'm more confident about it. But at this point, I can tell that uh, you know elephants are not penguins are not sunflowers, but we're in a terrarium of being. So it's very interesting to hear diff, divergent paths and methodologies that probably obviously do work. But like the truth of the spider is not the truth of the fly, and yet they are both being. So it's it, that's why I'm trying to be. Dis it's like, look, I think black magic probably does work in voodoo. You know, it's like shit. But like, uh, I'm not talking <laughs> that. So it's like that's not my nature. I guess you could say. Now is that a belief? Is this an observation? Is this an understanding? Who knows? Um, is there anything? I just spit out a lot of shit sometimes. I'm sorry. Gush. Well, it is definitely is an understanding. Um, some teachings I went through many moons ago. The aspect of um, there's the villagers and there is the soldiers on the top of the hill. You're either or you first come as the villager and you get shot at and killed by the soldier and you understand that you probably sit in that aspect and you look at the soldier and in a sense you sort of feel sorry for him. Like, why is he coming to shoot this town? You don't feel angry, so to speak. You don't die with your anger. Then you go through that experience. You learn that. Straight after that, you get injected into the soldier. And you experience the essence of shooting the, the villagers. Um, but still simultaneously not aware of the fact that you've just gone through the other. This is experiences of life um, that we... Or have options to to dive into because we also choose somehow in our transcended selves we want to understand what and how and why it's happening on both sides which is bizarre. My, yeah what, like what boggles my mind the most is that like sometimes i get these thought patterns in my mind and i literally get to a point and it goes black like I, like the front of my mind is black 
and it hurts my head. Like I, I get to these points and I'm like, oh, no, 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 too much information. It's the most weirdest thing ever. I don't know, Raf, have you ever had stuff like that before? Well, just as you mentioned it now, I mean, overall, yes, you know, just blanking out, which then people would trace back, you know, to different types of substance abuse or whatever, or not having slept enough or whatever. But, you know, that's only a partial, uh, you know, that's always only a catalyst for something else. Otherwise, where I'm most clearly, what I thought about when you mentioned it is during channeling, actually. That sometimes, yeah. not not every time I'm channeling, but sometimes it can happen that, you know, there is some process going on, something unpacking, as you mentioned, and then suddenly it's just blank. And I'm like, oh, great, you know, <laughs> my ego gets a bit stressed out, like where to go next. But then usually, you know, something else, it picks up somewhere and then it circles mm. back or whatever, mm. like Jen Psaki, you know, so. Right. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, it always then in the end makes sense. Um, yeah, so that, that would be the one case where I experienced it. Um, in terms of scheduling, Jim, because I already had a show in German before, we're going to reschedule Morgan, but we're going to ask, uh, Gaston, if there's anything we left out for your first, you know, foray yeah. into our show, because I think Jim, we gotta do some, I don't know, some kind of, I don't know, third eye perception roundtable or something like that with a few people that uh, do these kind of things and just, you know, yeah. their notes, something along those lines. Yeah. Mm. Sounds yeah, like any kind of like thoughts, last thoughts, any sentiments? How can, I mean, are you giving offerings of services? Do you want people to get in touch with you? Basically, this is like your right. can we can we share your Facebook page or something? Yeah, you know, that so. kind of stuff. Um, I have an Instagram page. Great. Um, it's Gaston underscore Bissett. Gaston Bissett. Um, I recently actually removed the apps off of my phone, but I didn't delete the accounts. I'm going to go back to Instagram. Um, I like to just work from Instagram for some reason. Um, I, I will come back to it. I just don't know when I've taken a sabbatical from technology, actually. So when I wake up in the morning, like, this is not the first thing I touch for a long time. Oh, no, it's the, oh. All, all the better for you. Basically, I'm just asking. We can even, you know, you can give a post box or something. Yeah. And you can also tell me later, just some type of way that people, if there's someone who wants to reach out, they, you know, they have a way to find what you're producing Yes, yes. Um, okay, no, um, I do, I still do check the my inboxes on my Instagram. Um, Great. So we'll, we'll just share that one. We'll link it below. That's yeah? it. Awesome. That's it. 100%. So any golden nugget you want to throw at us, Atlas shrugging and collapsing our reality with? Golden nugget? Golden nugget? Doesn't have to be profound. I'm no pressure. I was just being a bitch. <laughs> let, let, let go of the judgment unto yourself and you let go of it unto others. It's the best thing I've heard this year. Straight. I mean, not just like aesthetics, but I'm like, you're cool. Whether you said a word or not, you're cool. So um, I really do appreciate you coming on here and giving us your energy and time. Plus one for visuals. Thank you. Yes, Jim, yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to get you back on here. I mean, if you're down, hopefully you don't disappear off the tech front. So I mean, oh, no, no, no. I know, guys, I'm here to stay. Um, I've got my vision, my job to do. Trust me, I'm. I'm not. Started angry. from the bottom. Now we're here. Well, yeah, 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 boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I must tell you something, though. I'm known as yeah. 
Well, I started off as the savage on my social profile. I had that my first healing session, or sorry, my second one with that electro dude. And the next day I started posting these stories and I've been doing sort of stories every morning and other stuff. In the beginning, like, yo, I was going through heavy emotions and stuff. So it's interesting how my stories have changed and how I've understood myself more. But anyway, so I changed it from the savage to be savvy. So it's love savvy, believe savvy, receive savvy. So I like, yeah, I mean, I push heavy energy out there, just saying words of positive motivation, um, started hitting with the judgment stuff, other stuff that I'm starting to learn now. Um, that's why I wanted to break away from the tech so that I could just reflect with myself more to see myself a bit more, to understand myself, to share that in a better way. Yeah. I should take a note out of your playbook. Uh, I won't disappear. Don't worry, Raphael. But uh, maybe that jungle trip is in call. So, yeah. Um, thank you very much, Gaston, for coming on. Thanks so uh, much, guys. Really appreciate it. Any last yeah. thoughts, Raphael? No, thanks. It was awesome. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, and you. uh, well, talk soon. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Cool. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> All right. Cheers.